Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows to you, flows to you. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, today we have an uh, awesome uh, friend and uh, just a cool all-around guy, uh, Mr. James or Antidote. What would you like us to call you today, my friend? Uh, you can call me Billy. Billy, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Killing right. me right now. Antidote Music. That is the... Uh, and, uh, really? That's the... I'm going to have to call you Antidote Music? <laughs> I, I'm saying time? Doty today. I'm saying Doty. You call me whatever. I'm gonna call I'm you Antidote. That's, that's the music um, name. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, you should uh, definitely. You have a bunch of content, and you should go check it out. Um, we'll talk more about that too. Um, we'll definitely be giving you a plug. Yeah. Um, so, uh, hey guys, how has y'all's week been? Anybody have anything cool happen to them? Tell me about your week. Nah, man. Just you know, for the most part, really just trying to uh, create new things. Like a lot of, I have a lot of. Ideas ideas i should say that come to my mind so you know for me it's like okay what do i choose to do this week you know when you talk about weeks and what's going on um but you know one thing i've been really focused on is trying to um just formulate the right ideas for for how to or i should say how to get the ideas out um so a lot of brainstorming you know it doesn't sound like very interesting but for me you need to do that you know um so, yeah, and, and working on some uh, clothing items has kind of been something I've been oh, doing okay. in my past time. And, you know, trying to get new things and get people uh, encouraged. So that's something I've been working on as well with my wife. Um, just some new hoodies and T-shirts, you know, basic, simple things. But uh, just trying to figure out something important to put on those, not just, you know, a nice picture of something, you know, or... Um, a random graphic design, but something that can make people think. So that's kind of been, I guess, currently you talk about weeks and what's been going on. That's kind of what, what, what I've been doing. Oh, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah. That, so that's, that's very cool. It's called listen, listen to God. It's just that simple. You put it on a shirt and, and a sweatshirt and uh, keep you warm for the fall. If you're in a cold area or a t-shirt if you're uh, thanks in Texas. again for uh, directly uh, targeting me in that ad campaign <laughs> that was very nice um, yes sir well so my week was pretty crazy um i mean i got to go to charlotte and uh tell you one thing trying to fly an air flight with a 50 pound backpack with an entire recording studio is uh crazy and it was so heavy and I had so much stuff in there and I had these two metal plates at the bottom of my backpack. They definitely got me stopped by the play, by the, by the people. And so that was bad. And it's just been interesting. It was a, it was a fun trip and it went well, I think. Um, 
I uh, ended up doing uh, something totally different. I was doing musical chairs, and then that didn't even work out um, in that uh, I instead had to support what was happening on the stage. And it ended up being better because we ended up doing like a giant game of musical chairs with the entire crowd of the, the show. And then again, I just tried my hardest to get that crowd hype. And so I went from having a booth to just being the crowd maintenance engineer i don't know but it was really fun and uh we had a good time uh i think in general uh i learned a lot on that trip and got to do a lot of fun things it was it was just a fun uh, weekend and uh even got to play some street fighter which was dope and uh my friend uh softball destroyed me at that yeah. but uh you know i got to use my dad rapping skills so it was cool and you got had dad fun bars. Time. Is that what you're saying? I feel like, uh, yeah, I definitely got dad bars. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, this, as I said, um, we were doing this thing, and I, I mentioned this last week on the podcast, but uh, we recorded over 350 songs, um, in six days. Uh, and there were definitely a lot of dad bars there. There's yeah. also a lot of songs about narwhals and uh other randomness uh because each kid could decide whatever they wanted and i just had a freestyle about Hmm. whatever the situation was and so uh the funny part is the other guy he had like a bunch of like already thought out plans because he had done it for like 12 years and so like anytime they would uh bring up cats he'd always do this thing where he said where he would say perfect and then uh, it just made me laugh so bad bars but uh we got a thing in virginia where it's it's uh I'll just tell you guys real quick. It's, it's yeah. A guy here who had a, his son got in trouble. So uh, he was like, you know, I'm going to go to my son's school. I'm just going to battle rap and follow him around all day. And, you know, we're just going to joke around like dad jokes, but it's going to be dad bars. And he just started. He just, and we're like, yo, we're going to go and we're going to record this. It's going to go viral. And then you're going to be on the Ellen show in a few months. So just get, get a new outfit for that because it's going to happen. Uh, we never filmed it. We never did it, but uh, it's just an inside joke, you know. Dads, <laughs> that's funny. Dad bars, dad that would have been amazing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, don't steal that idea, man. That sounds pretty great. Don't take that idea that's, from us. I mean, bro, I don't have the time for that. <laughs> bro, we're we're a nationally kid, so. syndicated podcast that just got <laughs> stolen. So my son, his thing right now is he's like uh, he combines all the words together. So he's like, uh, so he's like, sorry, it's okay, uh, or thank you. You're welcome. It's like, bro, you don't have to say both together. He's like, same one. He's smart. He sounds like it's amazing. Kid. Yeah, he no, finishes he's and ends like his all day. Sentences. He's like, yeah, sorry, it's okay. And like, he'll walk up to me and he'll be like, I'll be like, um, nobody. And he's like, sorry, it's okay. <laughs> nice. Like, killing me, bro. I can, uh, I guess I can talk about my week. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, what's your week for sure? Like, like um, the thing is, I've, I've realized how much I've not been beatboxing and, <laughs> uh, it's a, a part of my life. And, uh, it's really upsetting to me that I don't have more friends that like what I like as far as beatboxing is concerned and, and hip hop in general, because I mean, I, I used to have a friend, uh, he was actually part of the church for a while and he would literally just pop off a freestyle and he, I just started beatboxing and he would just go and I don't have that energy around anymore. Like, and he... He was a huge, uh, he was like one of my best friends. And I think it, 
I live in Louisville, man. I don't live in Texas. I don't live in Virginia. I don't live on the coast and I live in the Midwest and I am, I feel like I'm, um, not, not, I don't want to say I'm not supposed to be here, but I'm like my cultures else elsewhere almost like it's, yeah. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like I, I just wish there was more people, uh, geared towards what I am involved in, I guess. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely want to get, I, I want to enhance, uh, what I do for beatboxing because I just see so many, um, people out there that are nationally known and internationally known and, and they just are ridiculous with it. And I feel if, if I took more time out of my day to focus on that, I feel like I could get better, I could get better and better. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of today is like, um, a lot of flash and a lot of what I can do quickly. And mm. that's not what, it's not, that's not what beatboxing, beatboxing should be about. Um, that's more competitions, I guess, but, um, I think you take the flavor out of beatboxing when you just do what everybody else does. And that's a lot of what people do is they, they sound like everybody else. And I hate that. Um, I want to sound like Trey, you know, um, I don't want to mm. sound like, um, uh, I don't know. Reap's one. He's like one of the, one of the most famous beatboxers there is right now. And I don't want to sound like, um, um, who knows, uh, what's his name? Not Skiller, but like, whatever. Um, just stuff like that. I've been, I've been noticing that I need to get, I need to step up my game, but I don't really have anywhere to put it. If that makes sense. Uh, Yeah. I mean, but then again, you got, you have the internet. I do, man. And oh, oh, also, I've I've noticed that I'm glad you said that because I need to actually put up a DJing page because like I still don't have that. And I've been DJing for about six or seven years now. (laughs) Like I don't have a page and I just have like social media and stuff that I put, I post stuff too. But like, other than cold contact and people see me DJ, like no one really knows <laughs> that I exist other than the people in the kingdom. So yeah, I just now realized that. No, but I just, you know, to I'm slacking. Folks. Encourage I'm slacking. you like, um, the fact that the, with the internet, it, it allows you to be not only in other people's homes or wherever they live, but also you can, you can seek other people out from different places, you know, and, and uh, For sure. sometimes get that inspiration because it is tough when you're in a place or when you're doing something unique that most people around you aren't doing. But when it's something you love, um, we do have that uh, tool, you know what I'm saying? And um, just to, to make sure, you know, that uh, you're not discouraged at all. But there's plenty of people when you really start to search and find those other people they could be in different countries, you know what I mean? But um, just going For after sure. that and then finding out how they do things and, it just takes the time to really seek it out, but uh, but yeah, I do I, I feel you on that because it's not easy. Even like Virginia, you think, oh man, there's so many different. There is a lot going on, but it, you you kind of got to search for a little bit more for it. Like back in D.C., where I lived, it was just right there, everywhere. You know, like everybody rapped in D.C. <laughs> um, oh, everybody yeah. does something with music or fashion, and it's it's a great place for that. But then when you move different places, it's like okay, I gotta really. If this is something I love, I got to really go after it and uh, find new ways to get inspired and to inspire others. But, well, but yeah, it's not, it's not always easy. That's very sure. cool. Um, I appreciate that, man. I'm going to transition to something silly. Um, we're going to do a, a quiz real quick, guys. And um, this is going to be Trey versus Antidote here. And there what it is, is, is uh, we're going to do dad jokes. 
and welcome to the Dad Joke Game. This game will be fun. You will answer questions and try to be funny. If you're not funny, Jason will make fun of you. But I believe in you. And if this game is terrible, it is definitely all Jason's fault. So thank you guys for trying. And here we go. Um, we'll start with you. Um, antidote. Here's the question: uh, What do you call cheese that isn't yours? Cheese that isn't yours? Nacho yep. cheese. Oh, yeah. That's, hey. one, that's one point. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, Trey, you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. How many, how many apples grow on trees? Hmm. All of them. Nice, <laughs> nice. Are you looking at this on Google? No. Oh, no, good job. All. all right, we're tied. We're tied. We got a one-one. Dad jokes all day. <laughs> um, what does Dad say in this uh, statement uh, antidote? The kid says, "I'll call you later." What does the dad say? No, you won't. <laughs> nice, uh, Trey. What does what does the dad say? What kind of questions are these? <laughs> They're just jokes. I'm not really It's supposed to be different I'm, for each person. My responses are impeccable, by the way. Yeah, they're amazing. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Call Jay? you never. What? It's supposed to be a response. Yeah, what does dad say when the kid says, I'll call you later? This is a joke, guys. Oh boy. Call me now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Don't don't call me later. Call me dad. Don't call me later. Call me dad. Oh my gosh. Mm. Freaking Jason, man. I think my dad said that. <laughs> all right. Um, I messed up. All right. Why wouldn't? Uh, here we go again. Uh, antidote. Why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? Um, the bicycle. Because it's why? Not why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? Uh, he's not a tricycle. <laughs> Trey, don't laugh. That was I don't know because it doesn't have training wheels. I... Um, <laughs> because he was too tired. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so here it is. Uh, we're tied at the end this of this is, amazing this competition. Oh, yeah, okay. Awesome. And here it goes. Pretty much, what I want you to do is antidote. And Trey, you're going to give me your best dad joke, and whoever I think is funnier, which is going to be Antidote, <laughs> um, will win this game. So, all right. Uh, Trey, you can go first. All right. Best um, dad joke. This right. gives you time to look up something on Google or just <laughs> come not, up with something I, great. I already got something. You, uh, you can pick your friends. You can pick your nose. But you can't pick your friend's nose. Uh, that was pretty funny. All right. Are you ready for this antidote? What do you got for me? Just Dad so. joke. Let's go. This is where we add laughter into the background of the podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it, guys. All right. Go for it. All right. I'm ready. All right. Where's Forrest Gump's password to his computer? I know it, but I'm not going to say it. What is it? What is it? One Forrest one. Forrest one. one. There you go. <laughs> number one, Forrest. Number one. Well, there you go. Antidote, you're the winner. And uh, Trey, you tried. Um, but, you know, the dad should win that one. That's how that works. 
Again, thank you so much for coming on the show, Antidote. And yeah. uh, thank you, uh, Trey, for still being on the podcast, I guess. And wow. um, I wanted to ask you about, you know, dad, uh, you've been a musician for a while now, uh, releasing a bunch of records and, and just being a, a person that loves uh, music in general. Mm-hmm. Where, where do you think the climate of music is these days? Um, I think the climate, I mean, it's definitely changed. And it, it's a it's a never-ending thing. It's, it's, it's always going to change, I feel like. Um, but I do kind of see, I guess, more recently, um, you know, I mean, because being a Christian artist, you know, for, for years it was, um, I kind of describe it as you had the Michael Jordan sneakers and you had the, the knockoff sneakers. And, and you had, back in the day, was the, the, the regular rappers and then the Christian rappers were kind of trying to sound like sure. the regular ones, but were not really that good. Uh, no offense, I'm just saying that's kind of the comparison you could make. Today, it's you're calling like, me out right now. That's what you're no, doing. I see. No, I, don't, I don't think you're old. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, you know, but I feel like today, you know, people, you could just be whoever you are. We're not even talking about, you know, religion or Christianity. Just being who you are is is okay. I think um, that opens the door for a lot of people, but especially people like us who who. Um, we do have a certain lane that we're going into, but as long as the content is still dope, you know, as long as the content is still the highest quality, um, people have an ear that, that they're trying to hear something different. And uh, I feel like I just feel like it's an open lane for us as Christians to really say, I'm going to make the best content I can and try to get people's attention with it. Um, but I think that the opportunity is there, you know, and, and as far as that specifics. Um, do you do you think that because of that the way that it's swaying that that Christian rappers shouldn't even be labeled Christian rappers anymore? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there should be labeled. I think there's so I've always been the, the type, and I don't know if this is an old way of thinking, but you know, it's in, in certain um, aspects it's good to use that label because it gets you in certain uh, places. You know, like a regular rapper can't go to church and perform, right? So. I think people still have to know what your background is, but the music should say that. So do you necessarily have to call yourself that? I don't think so. Um, but I do feel like you have to at least, you know, show with, again, it's going to come out in the music and how you live and, and, and the content that you put out is going to be seen. Um, so to answer the question, I don't think, I don't think you need to necessarily call yourself that. Um, but I think in certain avenues, it's, it's a good thing to at least mention, you know, so people do know, um, if you're not making that, that content that, that speaks directly to that, because a lot of times Christian rappers nowadays, they just want to be regular. Um, yeah, which is, which is not a bad thing, but I think that it's still good to at least let people know whether it's through the content or if you say it. Um, but yeah, I don't think you need to have that title per se. Yeah, I think it's interesting how it goes. I think I'm definitely on the old sky, old school side of it, but I think I've always felt that way. I mean, when I first did one of my records, I mean, I always try to be a hip hop person that happened to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always loved just being a musician and I just wanted to make good songs. I remember talking to somebody just a few months ago and they said, a Christian rapper is just somebody that failed at being a real rapper. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> I was like, 
ouch, you know, I've been doing this. And I, and, and I looked at them and I was like, well, uh, I guess I could be offended. I've been doing it. I've been a Christian rapper for 20 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that, but you know, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> um, but it's, it's funny how it goes because it's one of those things where, um, it, it does change the way that we do it. Do you think because you don't need to be by the name, do you think God's less praised in that situation because you're just sharing your life and instead of just saying, oh, for sure these songs are going to be about God? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, you said we've got to get the praise. Um, yeah. I think it's, but I think um, if you're trying to praise him, then you should do that. You know, and it and it comes yeah. out in the content, like I said. But, um, but you know, you can't if you're really going to say that that's who you are. Again, if it's in the music or if you give yourself that title or whatever, um, I still believe that that you have to have those convictions. You still have to show that, and you still have to live by it too. Like you can't you can't just be calling yourself a Christian or your content is all Christian, but then your your walk of life shows something different. It still has to line up, you know, like um, like we know as Christians. Um, but I think God is still going to get the glory regardless. You know, I mean, now we see Kanye West proclaiming to be a Christian. And, and hopefully it's not oh, wow. short term. Hopefully it's a long term thing. You know, hopefully this is not just a gimmick. We've seen that in hip hop. You go back to Mace sure. or you go back to yep. uh, even Craig Mack. Harris one even did a Christian record. With some of these artists. But, you know, some of the older artists came out and said, oh, I'm Christian now. And then. Mace goes MC back. MC Hammer did it. Yeah, MC Hammer, exactly. So we've seen it in, in, in the history of hip-hop, but I'm hoping that it's something that sticks, and I'm also hoping because we also see guys say, I'm a Christian rapper, or I make Christian music, or, or I'm a Christian, right? They don't necessarily say they're a Christian rapper. I'm sorry. They, they're, they're, they're saying they're Christian, but then you hear their music. It's like, come on, man. Like, There's a lot of cursing. There's a lot of different things you're talking. You contradict that. Um, so it's got to line up. So I don't know if God necessarily um, likes that, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, but his glory is still going to be, he's still going to get the glory regardless. You know, if anybody that 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 uh, makes a good song, you know, that, that could touch people, that God can use that. He can use anything. But um, again, I think for individuals, we, we, we still got to line up with, with the way you live and, and the way you say, you know, whatever you say you are, you know. Um, especially when you're a Christian. Yeah, and it's interesting. I've been uh, um, getting to do this for a long time, and and I've met um, some really awesome people, but I've also met a lot of people that— Like me. Um, no, you're awesome, Trey. I love you. And um, <laughs> But I've seen—I've met people that, that did an amazing song and had an amazing testimony, but then their life didn't line up with it. That you know, uh, they had their uh, they had all their stuff um, hiding because they were in a they were just saying what they thought everybody wanted to hear instead of being themselves. And I think the truth is is what you were even saying about how the climate's changed. I think that's what it is is that people stopped hiding and they started just being themselves. Um, and I think yeah. that's good. But again, I grew up you know I grew up really you know, staying abstinent, staying away from drugs, staying away from drinking, living that lifestyle, and then meeting bunches of people that were um, professionals, Christian musicians that didn't do any of those things. <laughs> and uh, again, I'm not trying to stand up myself versus them. That's not, that's not the point there. I'm just saying that it's interesting how people 
um, can see their standards. They're like, well, I'm really good at this thing, though my life doesn't line up. And it's like, no, I think that um, just like people hold gangster rap to the same standard. Oh, well, then do they really, you know, hold it to that standard? Are you really a gangster um, in right, your thing? Sure. But it's interesting where music is today. And I, I, I do think it's more honest. I mean, it's definitely, I think of people like NF or things like that, where they're pretty honest with where they're at. Um, and, and they wouldn't probably label themselves as that, uh, even Lecrae this, these days. Um, it's just interesting where it goes. And I think that it can be put in a good place, but you make a good point in that um, those thoughts. Yeah, I think you still have yeah. to have conviction is kind of what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, I think uh, for sure, like everybody's talking about so far, just with like, I mean, I just think about First Timothy 4.16, you know, watch your life in doctrine closely, yeah. persevere in them, because if you do, you'll save both yourself and your hearers. Yeah, and hearers. if we see, if we see it, like you guys have been saying so far, if you, if you proclaim to be a Christian, right, if we say you're a disciple of Jesus, and, you know, you in the next couple of verses, um, you hear, you know, an F-bomb here and there. And then they're talking about how much dope they just smoked or like how many, you know, women they've slept with this week. Like, you know, what I'm saying it's just like none of that preaches Christianity. None of that is Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just like your sinful nature, you know, and, and everyone has one. But as disciples, we fight against that. Like we actually make decisions in order to block ourselves from actually acting upon our feelings that it is in a sinful way, you know? And I mean, just, just seeing like hearing Kanye West saying he's a Christian and stuff. I mean, like, Hey, if he's, if he's turning things around or if like people, you know, are turning things around when they say they're Christians and, and that actually means something to them. And that actually is just not like a fashion, right? Something that they're just saying just to get traction, just to get like the tabloids up, you know? Um, I think if, if they're actually, you know, studying out what the Bible has to say, like acting upon what those scriptures mean to them, um, um, and, and living like Christians, right. That means way more than just saying, you know, I, I just want to thank my family and God for the records and then go about doing your business. I think that's just, it's just hypocrisy, you know? Yeah. And not to say that we're perfect at all, period. Like that's, that's not true at all, but we definitely strive to make every effort to do our best and uh, live for God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's true. Most definitely. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like I said, you got to have the conviction though, because that verse you mentioned, it says you're hearers, you know, and I mean, how much more clear can that be when you're doing music or something like that? They're exactly. listening, you know, and yeah, they're seeing you too and this and that, but it's it's what you're listening to. And I always try to give an alternative to even just somebody who loves hip hop, but doesn't want to necessarily hear all that, that craziness, you know, and, and, and I don't want to just be, oh, my music is only for the Christians. And if I did, if I did that, I wouldn't, I don't even feel like that's my even reason for doing music, you know, it's almost the opposite. Um, so we still have to be relatable. We're still people, you know, we're not perfect. Yeah, exactly. We have a lot of mistakes and um, even using those mistakes in our music is important too. And I feel like artists need to be that way. There's a lot of, that. I think to today's climate, there's so much more being themselves, but there's also this, this um, 
conflict of being themselves, but then you have this, you have to portray something because there's social media. And if you can put that aside and really use social media as a tool versus, you know, falling into social media and, and all the traps that it has, um, but just truly using it as a pure form of getting what you're trying to do out to other people. Um, it's a great tool, but like anything great, it, it has its downfall too. And I think a lot of the kids today, they, they really get pulled into that where there's a lot of pressure with that, but there's also kind of this thing where you can become famous overnight and they don't feel like they have to Easily. do as much work in their quality of music anymore. Um, so I do think that there's a, a balance between those two. And I know I'm touching a lot of different topics when I say that, but it's uh, sure. that's, that's what's going on today, you know, but I feel like we still have to, there's still real music that, that touches somebody's soul or touches somebody's heart, you know, like, I just did a performance at uh, at church actually, and it was more. I kind of did a, a different take on one of my songs and did more of acoustic uh, vibe, and I, and I had uh, I had you know guitar. It was no, it was a little bit of drum, but it was more just you know acoustic guitar, and and I almost did more like a spoken word kind of thing with my verses, and people were just kind of like taken back, like what is this? Because we just threw it out there during church, <laughs> um, before right before communion. Like somebody, somebody came to me last Sunday. Was like, yeah. When you came up, and people were like, what? Somebody actually said it out loud. Like, what? What is going on? It was just different, but at the same time, it reached people and people that maybe would never listen to hip hop. So there's different ways to do it, you know. But I feel like there's um, stepping out of the boundaries sometimes really can can reach somebody. But what I'm saying is the real music. You know, when you hear a real song that just connects with you, and there's a lot of classic songs that uh, have come out even recently, you know, um, it just touches you. And I feel like the more we do that as artists, the more longevity you have, because those songs don't just die off in in a day or two with today's current fashion or whatever. Um, They stay relevant for for long, long periods of time. And I feel like even more so we need to do that because the, the word of God stands still, regardless of what day, what time, what year. And I feel like if we're trying to portray that and live that life, then so much our music should as well. Um, but at the same time, I get caught up sometimes in current. You know, I want to keep current, but making real music is is current, regardless of the, 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 the date and time and what's going sure. on. So I think that's important, too. Just this last week, I, I met somebody that was a viral sensation. And uh, they were like a 13-year-old kid that was rapping. And uh, now they're touring off that that thing and um it was interesting to see um their the way that they performed in this stuff i mean uh i met i met him and had a good conversation and it was like to meet a 14 year old kid that can actually do a pretty um steady old school hip-hop rhyme scheme and it was pretty awesome to see um but at the same time you could see where um you're still a 14 year old kid (laughs) you know that uh that didn't hasn't performed in front of a lot of people a lot of times, but uh, was was growing. I mean, I, I watched two sets from him, and it, the first mm-hmm. set um, was definitely the second set definitely got a lot better, mm-hmm. and so it was uh, it was interesting. But it's funny how social media can make you blow up in a second, and you go from being a kid that never performed in front of people to being somebody that's in front of hundreds of thousands of people doing music. You know? Yeah, it's true. It's it's a it's a like I said, it's a balance between those two because you can go so far to that side and, you know, the fame and stuff. But 
you know, you still got to keep a level head, you know. Well, um, and one thing that he actually that I read is that he actually was a Christian rapper when he first started. Um, and he actually was interviewed by Rapzilla and other places where he was talking about like he wants to he would rather work with um, Christian musicians because that's what he grew up with. And then um, and again, I, I don't know where that went, but I know wow. that, uh, you know, his managers were telling me that he just hung out with J. Cole and J. Cole was saying how excellent of a rapper he is. And it's uh, wow. it's just interesting how you can um, start one place, and it's like you, like this fourteen year old kid, has a chance to impact people with his life if he um, decides to do that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and and you say like J Cole, for example. I mean, there are so many songs that he has done that just, like I said, touch me in that way, like really just touches your heart. You know what I'm saying? And and I feel like regardless if you're Christian or not, like God can still use um, anybody, you know, regardless. And um, who knows how he can even reach them eventually as well. But, you know, there's a lot of artists out there that still inspire me, regardless if they're Christian or not, or proclaim to be or not. Um, so I've never boxed myself personally for just listening to Christian. Because like I said, back in the day, I didn't want to listen to Christian rappers for a reason. Um, now they're, they're so much more better, you know, the quality is a lot better, but at the same time, there's so many good, good artists out, man. It's like just doing great stuff and, and still, you know, there's, there's, um, some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for is it's, there's some, uh, you know, substance, but it's, it's quality, you know what I mean? And, um, they're really trying to get at something and, and seek. I think that's also the current climate is people really trying to seek really, what is the, What's the real truth behind this? Let me not just do, you know, uh, the Kool-Aid music. You know, it's sweet, tastes good, but it's bad for me. What about something that actually means something and trying to get to the to the, the depth of things versus just doing something to make some money and then you're good to go, um, you know. But I think there's still a lot of artists like that out there, and, and I gravitate to those guys. But anyway, that's you, you kind of got my attention when you said his name, so. There's other artists like that too. Yeah, no, I was just, uh, it's interesting, um, that people can say, uh, you know, another, I was also dealing like, uh, you know, cool part about going to these festivals, you get to meet all these people. And I met somebody that have been a Christian musician since they were 12 and they, uh, are like 20 something now. And then they just kind of transitioned to like regular music and, uh, it was interesting listening to, like, they could quote all the stuff I knew, you know, because they've been in the business as long as me, but they're only 20, you know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, it it was interesting, but it was interesting to see the evolution to go, this is where we are now. We're in a place where you, it doesn't matter what you label yourself, you have an opportunity to reach the entire world with whatever you say. And, um, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. It definitely was not like that. As you said, uh, 10 years ago, it was like, if you were a Christian music, the only people that listen to Christian music were Christians. <laughs> and that was like 1% of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And, for sure. and now we're at a place where you're just a musician and you just happen to be uh, a Christian. And I mean, the, also the way distribution is, is totally different. Like, then you can only get into Christian bookstores and those kind of things. Now you're on the same Spotify playlist as somebody else, you know? 
Yeah. And so it's, it's true. It's the opportunity. And it, and then that's the trick is like, are we going to mold songs to affect people's hearts? Or are we just trying to make a paycheck? Um, yeah. and, and then that's the important thing. It's like, I, uh, Lately, uh, I, you know, I have a two-year-old, so I listen to two-year-old music and uh, I, I met these dudes baby that shark. churn out, yeah, Baby Shark. And like a good example is Baby Shark is one of 600 songs that they've created, you know, wow. like the, the Peak Fong people create a song like every single day um, and they produce that content. And so, and then Baby Shark happens. Yeah. Is it that time, Jason? It's time for question of the day. Oh. Um, it's by Karen, uh, C A R Y N, um, and her uh, Twitter thing is two six two six Brooklyn. What's up, Karen? Um, and the question, Brooklyn. and the question is, what is your scariest horror film real life moment? Mine. Say it again. What is your scariest horror film real life moment? So uh, she's going to explain it a little more. Mine was when I watched The Exorcist last night and I went to use my landline phone and it was dead. No nope. cell phone. I was nope. alone. <laughs> nope. Mm. <laughs> nope. That sounds... Wait, she has a landline? I think that's scarier than what her story was. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a landline phone anymore? So, uh, anybody have an answer to this uh, scary moment, a scary I, movie moment? Yeah, I mean, I, I can, oh, I've got a couple, but um, gosh, I think what really got me the most was uh, me and a friend were out jogging, and I've, I've told people this um, several times before, but uh, in high school, I was a sophomore in high school, we were out running, and uh, it started to rain pretty bad, and we're like, oh man, I, I'm not feeling running in the rain right now. Plus, it was just a way to cop out to not run. So uh, so we got about halfway, and then we run back. And um, literally, it stops raining. And uh, I want to say um, we're in kind of like a, a subdivision, and two or three houses away, lightning just strikes. And I, I tell you, man, it was hands down one of the scariest moments of my life, like, because, you know, when, when lightning hits the ground, it travels. So it traveled through us, and it obviously it was the shockwave more than anything. And so everything, I, I kid you not, like when people say things are in slow motion, this feels like it was in slow motion, and my voice will never get that low because uh, it was just from the thunderclap. Um, and it was like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> here, I can help you. One sec. That's crazy. <laughs> Not to laugh. We gotta get out of here. So it literally sounded like that. I I mean, I didn't know what to do for a couple seconds. My my friend was kind of in shock and uh it literally was ridiculous. But and then my uh my mom actually came out and she was looking for us to pick us up. It just so happened to be like that, but it was terrifying. Hmm. Yeah, man. That sounds pretty crazy. What do you think? Do you have any um, scary moment uh, ended up? Yes. Um, so this week I dropped my daughter off. She started public school. That's scary. Um, this fall. And it's a different. Exactly. There you go. I'm done. No. the um, She's. Uh, so it's a new school. She was going to. Our church has a school. 
up through kindergarten. So she graduated from there. So now she's in public school. And, um, you know, she's been there about a month now. Um, well, going on two months. But she, um, so, you know, they just have different, you know, things that you have to do. And it's just different protocol, you know, from what we're used to. So um, I drop her off. And because, uh, you know, trying to be a safe drop her off, take her to school every day versus the bus. Um, and so I dropped her off this week one day and, um, we, 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 we just missed the cutoff for like the, the bell, I guess the bell had just rang. So I had to get park the car and like actually walk her into the school. And, uh, usually when you do that, she's late. So you sign her in, uh, yeah. this time the guy at the door was like, Oh, don't worry. You know, she just missed it. The door was technically still open, so just go ahead. So I said, okay. I didn't feel right, but I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'll let her go. And she knows where to go, and I just made sure. I said, you know where you're going, right? She said, yeah, I got it. But she kind of was hesitant, like, no, I don't want to go by myself. I'm like, no, you got this. Um, you know, just follow the hall, go to your classroom, and you'll be all good. So I uh, do that. Then walking out, the guy shuts the door. You know, they, they lock the door, so you can't anybody can't just walk in. Um so I'm like, okay, she's good. You know, she's at school. So I get to work, start my day, and I get a phone call from the school. Why is, that, why is the, the school calling me? So I answer, and it's an automated thing saying, your daughter's marked absent today, uh, since such and such, such and such. And I'm like, whoa, hold on, what? I just dropped my daughter off a few hours ago. So, like, everything's running through my mind, you know, at this point. It's a horror movie, man, because when you got kids, you know, uh, everything just stops and I'm just like, wait, I, so I had to call the school cause this is the automated thing. So I called the school and I'm like, Hey, uh, where's my daughter? You know, like I need to know what's going on and I, everything's running through my mind. Like maybe she walked out accidentally and she's in the neighborhood, like all this stuff's running through my mind. And, uh, they said, let's check what's her name, what class and all of that. And then long story short, it's just an automated thing where she was late, but, they didn't correct it, so she was in class and everything was cool. But just for those five minutes, it was like that's so wrong. A little bit of terror, you know. So, dang man, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's crazy, but you know, it's just and that was today. One of those moments you just cling. Yeah. No, I think about I think about uh, you know being a dad. Every moment is like a scary moment yeah. uh, sometimes, and so uh, you know I remember. When I was, uh, you know, when my son was like one or something and, uh, you know, he was still in the, he was still in the, um, the cradle cradle. Is that what it's called? The crib. Um, he still the was in the crib and he, it was the top <laughs> part of the crib instead of the, you know, the deep crib. It's like the baby crib. So, um, like half the crib and, uh, he could still stand up and look over the ledge. And I was like, um, and so, you know, you see these movies where the babies fall or other things like that. And so I remember walking in and I was like, hey, buddy, how are you doing? And I think I had like a water or a pizza or something in my hand. And um, probably all three. I had to run to the, go to the bathroom or something. And so I, 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 the bathroom's next door to his room. So I just, I, I was like, hey, bud, I'll, I'll be right back. And I ran back. <laughs> and then I, I walked back in the bedroom and he was not in the crib anymore. Um. He had done a forward flip and was sitting on his backside, crying, staring at me, like five feet from the from the crib. Man, oh my gosh! <laughs> and I'm just like, it's crazy. Come on, Dad. I I just stop and I'm just like, 
and then I yell for my wife, and then she comes in and she's like, "What happened?" And I'm like, "I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what happened." And um, yeah, my whole my whole heart uh, broke. Uh, he was fine. Yeah, he uh, he uh, landed on his backside, and so he was fine. But he was not uh, happy about it. He uh, stopped crying, and it was a uh, it was a it was a, a fun moment. There's also the time I watched The Ring, which I don't do scary movies at all, and I get freaked out all the time about scary movies. And I remember uh, watching The Ring, coming home in my dad's Camaro, uh, going to my bedroom. And as I walked in, uh, I forgot I had my uh, I had my TV plugged into my uh, light socket. So when I turned on the light, the tur- the TV turned on. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> and 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 I lost my mind. I jumped. I had a waterbed at the time, and I jumped oh. onto the waterbed. I started screaming like a little girl, and my mom was like, "What is going on?" And I was like, "I'm never watching a scary movie ever again." Yeah. And uh, that's crazy. I mean, the, the crazy thing is that you definitely are older, old school. You had a cradle and a waterbed. Um, that's pretty. It's pretty historic, man. You're a legend. So w- what's funny about that is I in what was it? I think in middle school. Yeah, in middle school I had a waterbed too. It was pretty amazing. Um, and uh, we got rid of it. But uh, speaking of the ring, I had a friend who was watching it, or either he either watched it and fell asleep, or he the TV was just on nope. and that was on, and so he woke up nope. to her cr- climbing out of the TV. So he goes, oh my! God. He just goes over and shuts off the TV. Sheesh. I'm like, yeah. So, so first off, he's waking up, so he's not fully cognizant. Like he's waking up drowsy, and he sees something crawling out of a TV on a TV. So, hello, like, yeah, that's hello. crazy. It's that's a that's a funny question. It's like, uh, what would be the that's just uh, you know, there's so many moments in life, uh, and again, I just don't watch scary movies because it it messes with me too much. Like I'll always freak out. Like, you know, I'll be like checking all the mirrors and windows and try not to look in the dark areas. It's not good for anybody. And, uh, but it's funny how it works, right? Like we, we just talked about, uh, music and, uh, Christianity and the life that we live in this situation. And then we bring it up scary movies. It's funny how, uh, we're so easily affected by entertainment as people. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's true. Man. Dad bars, yeah, and dad bars. Um, those are always oh important. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Karen. Is her from name? the ring. Was that her name? Oh yeah, Karen. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. No, the question. That was a very uh, deep qu- question. The crying, question came crying. from Karen. Yeah, Karen. So. That was a pretty deep question. And the, the best right. part is the gift that is on here is the kid from Monsters, uh, Monsters Inc. And she has, uh, it's her ducking under the covers. She's, she's the monster. So, but uh, thank you so much, Antidote, hmm. for coming on the podcast and hanging out with uh, right. me and Trey. We really, really, really but appreciate, I appreciate it. it all, man. Just, just, you know, keep doing what you guys are doing, man. You know, keep encouraging people and uh, keep bringing you know, some dope people on here, man. I know you already had some good good guests. Um, of course, man. And 
this is probably so, the best one you've ever had. But hey, it, it, you can always go up, you know. Just kidding. But well, well, Dodie, thank you, thank you so much for being on the podcast, man. Uh, like Jason said, I, I really appreciate you being flexible and just hopping on here, man. I'm, I'm glad I I got some time with you on this podcast that we're doing. Um, this is actually a time in our podcast where uh, you get to plug whatever you want. Um, so what are you what are you up to? What are you into? What are you going through right now? Yeah, man. So uh, I kind of mentioned earlier, we got these uh, T-shirts, um, hoodies, and uh, crew neck sweatshirts. Um, really just to, it's a way for me to raise funds for the next project. Um, always trying to be innovative with things. But the uh, the simple slogan that's on the uh, collection is, it says, listen to God. And uh, that's kind of been something I've really been focused on recently is, is uh, just inspiring others to listen to God. That, that can be a very deep thing. It could mean so many different things, or it could just be as simple as, let me just listen to God whenever I, I, I have that thought in my mind. And uh, it's a reminder. So we're really pushing that right now to, uh, to get ready for the next project. And uh, that's the next thing is obviously a project to, to put out to uh, a collection of songs that I have. And uh, I'm looking forward to that and maybe a few visuals or at least one more video uh when i say one more i mean with with this project have a video um so just keeping it going man i feel like god's still inspiring me you know so as long as he inspires me i just want to continue to uh do his will and and uh i love music you know so it's something i love to use to reach people so um but yeah you can catch uh catch that on well me on any social media um antidote music with a q at the end and uh yeah look out for the shirts and the hoodies and all of that you know it's it's definitely something uh we try to make it look really dope you know really nice for you guys too whoever um wants to support that so but yeah i appreciate (laughs) y'all man and definitely keep doing your thing i might have to send you guys some from uh t-shirts as gifts we could uh we can definitely put a tray in one for the uh podcast picture (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, if you send it, if you send yeah, to a two X man. If you send it my way, I'll wear it and uh, we can put it in the But box. uh man, gotcha. uh again, it's always uh fun talking to you and it's uh it's uh you you this might be the deepest uh podcast we've ever done. So uh we uh, we appreciate <laughs> that. Um and uh uh wait, wait, sorry, I need to ask uh when it when it comes to bananas, uh, do you slip? Ha <laughs> ha. Sorry. I apologize for that one. Oh my goodness, just so bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's you know it's it's so funny because it's Thank like you. when you, Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Yep, I'm gonna take that with me. Yeah, that one. Yeah, you got it. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna make it like a banana and split. So I'll see you guys later. <laughs> there you go. Got him. All right, I guess it's time for the do the wrap up there, Trey. Um, what did we talk about today? What we talked about. Um, what did we talk about? <laughs> Bro, I don't remember. <laughs> well, you should listen to our podcast more efficiently. Um, no, we talked about our weeks. Uh, I mentioned how um, I got to go to Charlotte, got to do that fun stuff. And and uh, Mr. Antidote talked about his week, how he uh, is working on some new shirts. And uh, you talked about work. And uh, we also... Uh, spent most of our time this week. Uh, we did do a dad bars uh, uh, game. Oh yeah, a whole where, lot of dad jokes. Where you lost, uh, obviously. To uh, uh, I don't think 
I lost. Well, in my edit, you lost very badly. And so yeah, I don't think I lost. <laughs> um, and so you came back with a, the one thing is you came back very well at the end of that one. I thought you were going to not win that one at all. And you came back and you made it close. So that was good. That was good. Um, we talked about uh, hip hop culture today and we did, we did talk about Kanye and uh, how he's decided that he's going to be a Christian rapper now. And we'll see how that goes. Oh, yeah. We also talked about the idea of people um, living that life compared to just saying that life. Um, and we had fun with that. We did uh, questions of the day. We answered questions about um, about stuff. We talked about um, we we talked about um, uh, scary moments that happen in our lives, um, like our horror movie moments. And uh, I talked about my kid falling out of the thing. And uh, he talked about his kid being disappearing. Yo, 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 we got Scott <laughs> Antidote TDP on the mic. Oh, here we go again. We have a great day and we got to give it in. I'm running through Charlotte with a 50-pound backpack looking like a silly dude and I don't even know how to act, huh? And then the chairs got changed. Then I'm doing no loops and running on the game, hey. But I told him it's all the same. Long as you look amazing, man, that's my job, man, huh? I'm not afraid to do what I do. Just like Antidote, figured about ideas, dude, on how to make some cash so he could do the next project. And react and all them things that he get back up. Uh. And we got my mom, my mom, my man, waiting for the light, but now they're waiting for a stand. We got my man Trey, learning about beatbox, trying to grow more so he can get hot mm. and only be better. And only if he be trying to be around the culture of people that do that G. Uh. And then we're reminded about the internet, bro, how he could be even building the DJ site. Oh, oh, what are we doing? It's all the same. Then we play the dad bars game. I'm sorry, I don't even know what I was trying to do with that but i was just trying to be funny and react huh yeah that's not your chips i knew that one time we could never bust rips so oh, now we talked about the culture of hip-hop kanye trying to bust things like that mm. i think it's only cool if you be if you really react as the person you be instead of trying to fake it that messes you up i'm not trying to say it's the same but that's something mm. Then we talked about questions of the day, how things can be scary and you're running your way and all them things that can make it go. Like my son flipping forward in this crib, bro, on my waterbed. What do I say? Yeah, I'm an old school dude with an old school game. Hey, an antidote's child disappearing, not really sure what's going on and they ripping. And some weird phone calls that can never see it. I knew that sometimes I could wait and that I beat it. Oh no. Now I know sometimes we flow. I'm not afraid of things that I know, but I know. This is my dad bars. Simple advice. I don't even get what we doing, but now we running on the mic. Uh, got a trip because we be old trays having a great time. Yes, sir. And I'll, oh, I don't even know where. And only if I go because I'm standing right there. Everybody have a great day. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, no. Now I'm tripping. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that was a uh, that was fun. Uh, thank you again, guys, for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, Trey, do you appreciate the people that listen to our podcast? Of course, Jason. I listen. Uh, excuse me. 
of course, I appreciate the listeners and uh, the subscribers uh, every time they click on our um, podcast to listen to the beautiful sounds that come from our voice. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I we really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in every week just to listen to what we have to talk about and what we do here on the podcast. And uh, if you guys have any uh, questions, uh, like questions of the day, um, anything you guys want us to talk about, uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter uh, at Fools for You Pod or uh, email us at Fools for You Fools for You Pod at gmail.com. Um, that's flows the letter for the number you. <laughs> the flows the number four the letter U pod at gmail.com. I am so tired. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, we, we really want to hear y'all's feedback. Um, we're definitely trying to make this podcast grow. Me and Jason do a lot of work. Jason busts his butt on this podcast. Um, he edits this every week, um, and we try to record as early in advance as possible so we don't wear each other out, um, wear ourselves out. Um, but uh, Jason does so much for the podcast. I do what I can here and there, and uh, I wish we got paid more for, to do what we do. Um, but uh, we really enjoy doing it. Um, but that's all I have to say, Jason. Yeah. Thank you again, guys. Again, you're the reason we do this. And so please keep listening. Uh, thank you for spending the time to listen to this episode. Uh, and I do. It was fun, dude. Um, and I'm glad that we got to talk about this more serious topic than we normally do. But I think it was a good time. And uh, thank you again, guys. Y'all are awesome. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha